The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Welcome to another program with Truths to Live By, a ministry of Harriman Baptist Tabernacle in Harriman, Tennessee. You're listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. I pray we would be a blessing to you today. saved us from our sins, our lives are now in God. We desire the Holy Word to order where we trod. All for Christ, yet anything for self we count as dross. We're pilgrims with a crown With our Bibles open today to 1 John chapter number 2, we continue in our study on the world, having looked at the world and its organization, the kingdom of this world, then the world and its opposition, or the spirit of this world. Today, we consider the world and its operation, or the things of the world. First, a word of prayer. And then our text, 1 John 2, 15 through 17. Our Father, Lord, we thank you for the time now. Thank you for the word of God, which is before us. Inspired, preserved, inerrant, infallible, invincible, indestructible. What a book we hold in our hands. Thank you for the written and living Word of God. Touch the message now, I pray, for thy glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. First John 2, verse number 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. The spirit of this world will oppose men as it operates through the different things of the world. 
things which are fashioned by the wicked minds of men who are motivated and mastered by the devil himself. He is the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. As Satan persuades evil men to be preventers of righteousness and inventors of wickedness, he devises a scheme of things which provide a platform for his sinister operations. The world finds its way into our hearts and our homes by way of its many things. If the things of this earth have become our treasures and our trust, then certainly, brethren, we are in love with the world. The devil is a shrewd and cunning businessman. He makes products appealing and attractive, and they're cheap in the beginning, but oh, they cost so dearly when they're taken into the bosom. So we find several things. The world's message, the world's morals, the world's music, the world's media, the world's markets, and on and on I believe we could go, but I believe these will give us a good picture for the world and its operation and allow us to consider the things of the world. Now in our text, the Bible says, if any man love the world, this would include the things of the world. The love of the Father is not in him. It is impossible to love both. A love for the world and its things is a treacherous love. You can compare with James 4 and 4. To be friends with the world is to be the enemy of God. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, these are of the world, not of the Father. And they are manifested through those five points. And you could come up with some of your own. These are the ones the Lord gave me. These are how the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, these are the platform, how the world's things manifest the lusts and the pride. You find lustful affections of the flesh, lustful attractions of the eyes, and then lustful ambitions in the pride of life. That in the lust of the flesh, we find lustful longing. In the lust of the eyes, we find lustful looking. And in the pride of life, we find lustful living. Men live from one lust to the next lust to the next lust. They seek over and over and attempt to gratify the lusts in their mind, in their heart, in their flesh, in their eyes, that proud, arrogant, worldly spirit which tells them to go a little farther, do a little more, drink a little more, take a little more, try a little more, sneak a little more, and on and on we could go. This is nothing but lustful living. So back to our points, the world's message. There is a message proclaimed and propagated 
by the spirit of this world through its many different things. And many will probably disagree with me, but I have little girls, and you cannot walk up and down the toy aisle and find one single toy that is not proclaiming an anti-God, anti-Christ, anti-Scripture, anti-home, anti-godliness, anti-modesty, anti-righteousness, anti-holiness message. The things of the world, the things that make up this world, they have a message which does not agree with the Scripture and stands adversely opposed to God and His message. The world's morals, not only the message of the world, but the morals of the world. This world system includes many false religions, and they all have a standard of morality. They all have a certain religiosity about them. Even atheism and agnosticism, which men claim, you know, atheism is the absence of belief in God. But atheism is a belief system, and it contains a certain religiosity or a strict adherence to a certain amount of duties. And where they go out and they seek to do good, they seek to be good, and all apart from God. And therefore, the world has its own set of morals peddled by Satan, and these are deceptive tools to make men believe they are fit for heaven. But friend, salvation is not of works, but all of God and all of grace. But then the world's music. Satan, he is a master of music. Ezekiel 28, verses 11 through 19. And I believe that the greatest and most dangerous tool in Satan's bag of musical tricks and temptations is what we know to be contemporary Christian music. Even some of the songs may have a good lyric. They may have fine words, and they may even be doctrinally sound, some of them perhaps. But the sound of the music is that of the world. And it's finding its way into the lives of so many and into the hearts of our churches. And through the lines and through the lyrics of the music and through the sound, people are being lulled to sleep. Yes, music is one of the most powerful tools the devil has in his arsenal in this world. With a certain melody, Satan can cover up some of the most ungodly words and messages ever written, ever spoken, ever sung. Beware of the world's music, country rock, rap, easy, soft rock, you name it. If it's not psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, then stay away from it. The world's message and morals and music, but the world's media. With the many different forms of communication, such as computer, internet, TV, radio, movies, books, magazines, the devil has invaded our homes, stolen our hearts, and carried many away from the things of the Lord, so that many stand wedded in their hearts to this present evil world. 
and fallen out of love with our Lord Jesus Christ. But then finally, the world's markets. And I I mean the marketplace, the economic markets of the world, where the products are invented and distributed. They're bought and they're sold, they're shipped and they're received and they're tried and tasted and so on. The markets of food and fashion and finances, the whole of humanity is being altered and persuaded in one way or another. The focus and freedoms of people's lives can be directed and controlled with the currents of the markets. Yes, many focus on the latest diet or the latest fashion and clothing, housing, etc., and think of the money markets of the world and the central banking and digital currency and globalizing of money and all these things. The world's markets is how the devil is operating. So as we consider the things of the world, we must see their danger and how they lie and how they would replace God and the things of the Lord and move Christ from his rightful place on the throne in our hearts. It's still right. In all things, Christ should have the preeminence. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee, 37748. Or you can email us at bmarkcooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.